365 days a year. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Three, two, one, you are live. Thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, and you are listening to Mortgage Matters. And I'm your guy in the mortgage industry. We've got a lot to go over today. We've got a lot to cover. There's been a lot of changes, and um, and they keep coming. I mean, sometimes by the hour. Every day we have changes, new layers of information, new layers of rules coming out from some of our major uh, investors that we are um, selling our loans to. Big time changes with some of the other major banks. I'm hearing all kinds of strange stuff. But for today, I didn't have any scheduled guests today purposely by design because I, I, I really believe that we need to get, get down to the bones of the true what is going on in the mortgage industry. And there's a lot, obviously. These are unprecedented times. First of all, before I get deep into that, I want to say thank you to my sponsors, American Riviera Bank, Tim Tremblay, Richard Dugan, Richard Dugan, my sponsor. (laughs) Richard Dugan is our engineer, and he does great things. He lines us up. He has um, graciously uh, switched us over from... uh, from um richard what was that old play what was the old telemarketing what was that called oh skype yeah switch this over from skype to zoom so i had to bring him up in uh bring him up to to speed here with technology even though he's a very technical guy so we're zooming and this is so much easier than skype i have to tell you that much um Where'd you go, Richard? So he left the room. But like I was saying, these are extremely unprecedented times in the mortgage industry. What's going on with rates and mortgages with COVID-19? A lot. Conforming loans uh, up to $625,500 in Santa Barbara County and up to $765 elsewhere Those rates are at historic lows. It's a great time to lower your rate and payments, consolidate high interest rate, credit card debts, and even get cash for reserves in these uncertain times. Conforming loan rates are so low since they are backed by Freddie and Fannie. Forbearance. What can I say? If, 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 If you are in a true, true hardship, 
Forbearance is there for you. Forbearance is available to those who are in true hardship position. Um, how do you how do you say it? You know, I'm going to feed my family first before I pay my mortgage. Hell yes. You know, that's just the way it is. Uh, you know. You can't really knock somebody that is requesting forbearance if they are in a true hardship. You can, however, knock the hell out of that guy that doesn't need forbearance that's taking it. I mean, seriously. A colleague of mine had a conversation with somebody. This guy has... You know, we funded a loan for him, not me personally, but this, um, this you know, he was sharing this uh, story with me. We funded a loan for him two months ago, month and a half ago, month, month and a half ago. And it was just got boarded to the investor. Forbearance came out and this guy is requesting forbearance. He's got the money to pay. So my buddy got on the phone, and I'm going to tell you why. Because there are consequences to every action. Every action is a reaction. We've all heard it. So I'm going to let you know what this action and reaction is, consequences to, to one's actions, and how that affects those not immediately around him, but those who were around him. So he gets on the phone because we get the calls. Hey, this borrower's missed his first payment. This borrower's going into forbearance. This borrower's going to pay off your loan. All, every one of those affects a loan officer at the origination position. So an originating loan officer, you know, that loan follows us around for seven years. So, excuse me. He calls the guy and says, we just funded your loan a month and a half ago. You got a half a million dollars in the bank. Why are you asking for forbearance? Well, because the government said I could. Yeah, but you don't need it. I don't care. I'm entitled to it. So this is going to result in a million dollar loan buyback. Our company is going to have to buy this loan back. So think about what you're doing. If you do not need a forbearance, don't take it. Those things are there for those that are really needing it. Just like when you're in a, when all this came out, you were in a liquor or, or, or shopping store, grocery store, Costco, shortage on toilet paper. What did people do? They went and bought 10 cases. What the hell are they going to do with 10 cases? I don't know. But 10 cases of toilet paper just because there was a bit of a shortage. That promotes the shortage. That takes away from others. We as human beings really should think about how our actions affect those going forward. Loan officers have a responsibility to their companies to make sure that any loan that is funded goes forward in a in a state where it's just um, not 
you know, when we fund loans, we anticipate that you're going to go ahead and pay it, not go into a forbearance. So that's going to hurt some loan officers <clears throat> that do not have this conversation with loans that they're in transition with right now. Loans that are in process right now. I have a, um, we have a lot of, lot of uh, refinances going on right now. We have a lot of uh, purchases going on right now. <coughs> Excuse me. The, the refinancing is very critical. There, there's got to be a lot of communication between uh, the borrower and the loan officer. So we pick up the phone, see how they're doing every other day, see if the refinance is still right for them. We don't really want to fund loans for people that can't really afford them, that are going to go into forbearance. Nobody does because it's just adding salt to a wound. Unless, of course, it is such a loan that lowers, like right now I'm doing a couple of VAs. We're lowering payments by four or $500 a month for these veterans. That's pretty darn cool. Although they don't have job issues, it's still very cool. Richard's giving me the finger here over this Zoom, telling me we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but before we do, let me just remind you that this show is rebroadcast Tuesdays at 10 p.m., Sundays at noon, you're listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm your host, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. I'll be right back. You are correct, sir. In the past few weeks, we've watched major swings in stock prices and movements in the bond and crude oil markets. But just like always, Tremblay Financial Services is here to help you and your family answer any questions that might surface. Whatever decisions you're considering, Tremblay Financial would be honored to support you through them. Tremblay Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new strategies and planning tailor fit for them. For more information or to set an appointment, call 805 805- 569-1982 or go to tremblayfinancial.com to speak with an advisor today. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Tremblay Financial Services offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC are registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Incorporated are not affiliated companies. What's that? This? The newest online business banking around. Can you initiate wires and approve transfers? Yes. Pay bills. Check. Cash management. Of course. All business, all online, all on your phone. You bet. My computer, too. It's Montecito Bank and Trust's new business online banking. It works as hard as I do. Huh. Montecito Bank and Trust. You got it. Montecito Bank and Trust. Behind every great community is a great bank. Montecito.bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Tom Reed. Everyone knows the coronavirus has changed everything for all of us. The economic shutdown puts low-income wage earners at huge risk. If they do not work, they do not get paid. 
and food becomes the number one priority for their families. The Unity Shop is experiencing an increase in food requests with many new people coming. We do not know how far this increasing trend will go. This is the time to help our neighbors by going to unityshop.org to donate. Thank you. Okay, we are back. And we're talking mortgages, forbearances. We're talking uh, the um, reactions to, to one's action. So the reaction to one's action of forbearance, is, is, there's a couple of different reactions. Not only that, if you just fund a loan, and you go into forbearance, there could be a reaction on the loan agent. So keep in mind that if he's taking care of you, if he's looked out for your best interest, you'll want to look out for his. Personally, it has not happened to me. Thank God. We're very blessed. Our clients are great clients. But I understand. I understand. Everybody understands that... Um, you know, one good deed deserves another. Forbearance. They say on the government level, it's not going to affect your credit. They can't report you negatively on your credit. However, there's always sub, um, there's always um, you know, sub notes every credit report so they may not report you as 30 days gone by without paying but they can place in the footnotes that you are in forbearance total transparency among credit reporting agencies and lenders they can't not just say that you did not do forbearance how is that going to affect us moving forward how is that going to affect us as a borrower moving forward, and I'm a borrower, we own, and I'm gonna get back in, I'm gonna get into that shortly as well, dealing with lenders and real estate agents um, that do not own homes. So, how is that gonna affect you? It's an unknown. It really is an unknown. I do know that it's going to affect you immediately if you're in forbearance now and you want to refinance your home. That'll be a cold day in hell. Any lender gives you that approval while you're in forbearance. I can guarantee that. How is it going to affect you in the future? Unknown. We just do not know. <clears throat> What's going on with loan programs? Well, I, I was privileged to be able to listen to a, uh, I was privileged to be able to listen to uh, um, kind of a town hall meeting, not a town hall, but a teleconference, had a couple of different lenders on there. And I'm listening to this lender. Good guy. Great guy. 
I know him personally, been around for a very long time. He's been in the business about half as long as I have, though. And he was saying some very different things. So um, $2.5 million purchase with 10% down. Probably a, got better chances of surviving the Antarctic as opposed to receiving one of those loans. That's just the way it is, truly the way it is in this lending environment. I'm going to tell you why. Because let's look at the big boy, the big boy warehouse lenders, the big boy investors. They're all cutting back. They're all cutting back. They are all cutting back their loan to values, tightening up their underwriting guidelines and truly are scrutinizing every one of the deals that are coming through. So if you think that you're going to get a $2.5 million loan uh, property purchase with 10% down, I got a piece of the Brooklyn bridge. I can sell you. That's not going to happen right now when every other lender on the planet has taken their 10% and um, down and moved it to a 25 to 30% down in certain dollar amounts. Um, anything else? Yeah, I just don't see it. Something was also said here on my notes, preferential treatment to purchases. That's the wrong language. Lenders are not to give preferential treatment to any loans whatsoever. Preferential treatment is a RESPA violation. Now, they can prioritize loans. They can prioritize purchases, which we do, which is the industry normal, industry standard. That we do. We prioritize purchases as they should be. There are time frames involved with purchases. There is contractual obligations with purchases. So we are definitely prioritizing, not giving preferential treatment. Preferential means, oh, I prefer this loan as opposed to this loan. It's called prioritizing. And that's, you know, that's just the way it is. It's just a little bit different of experience when presenting loan options and um, actually presentations to groups on how we on how the language is uh, presented there. So structuring loans, high balance loans. Right now, your high balance loans. I don't care what anybody says. On the planet, high balance loans are not at historic lows. High balance loans are in, in Santa Barbara County are anywhere between one hundred and five and uh, I'm sorry, five hundred and ten thousand up to six twenty five. That's our high balance. Those rates suck right now. That's just the way it is. I don't care what anybody says. We have a multitude of lenders, wholesale and retail, our own warehouse lines. 
that we pull from. And I check them daily. Don't let anybody talk you into taking a high balance loan and say, hey, we can re I, I'm looking at an, I'm looking at an ad right now. Um, types of transactions. This guy says, oh, buy, buy now and refinance later as rates are expected to stay low. Jumbo loans available and need to be quoted on an individual basis and expected to improve as the crisis eases up. If you want to purchase a new home, buy now and refinance later as rates are expected to stay low. That's okay. That's okay uh, advice. But why would you want to go through that when you can obtain the very, very best right now? Let me give you an example. And I think I gave this example last, last week, but we have um, taken in a $2 million purchase where that stagecoach lender on the day that our client was supposed to close, called her the day before and said, I'm sorry. And this is after 60 days, mind you, after six, zero days of processing. I'm sorry, we cannot fund your loan because we've changed our guidelines recently. And our guidelines state we cannot use this income. That sucks. That's just wrong. That's wrong on many levels. You need experienced mortgage lending at this time in this crisis because the kids they have you kids that you they have dealing with you through those big banks like that through that stagecoach bank they have never seen any type of crisis like this. Be, I haven't even seen this crisis. These are unprecedented times, and we're going to get back into that when we come back from this quick commercial break. Richard's giving me another finger. Real quickly, Richard, Jeff Bridges called for me this week. Are you sure? Check the answer machine. All right. Well, he will call one day, and he will talk about mortgages. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. As you are no doubt aware, COVID-19, also referred to as the coronavirus, is a serious public health threat. Cases of COVID-19 have been diagnosed in many countries, including the United States. Implementation of basic precautions of infection control and prevention will become increasingly important. Practice frequent hand washing and avoid touching your hands to your face. Cough or sneeze into your sleeve instead of into the air. Avoid close contact with others, especially if they are exhibiting signs of illness. And stay home if you feel ill. The symptoms of COVID-19 include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. If you decide to seek treatment, check with your health care provider prior to approaching a care center so they can instruct you on the current recommended procedures. Tune in periodically and monitor media news reports for updates on this serious health threat. At Southern California Edison, we take pride in our role as an essential service provider, working 24-7 
to ensure that our 15 million customers have power. Still, there will be outages, so our crews can do the critical work necessary to protect public safety and reduce the risk of wildfires. If you experience an outage, we will make every effort to minimize the impact. Thank you for helping keep our communities safe. Learn more at SCE.com. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local commercial and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Okay, we are back and ready for action. So I invited a real estate agent on the phone, or invited her via email. Erin, to join us. Hopefully she will give us some state of the industry. But until then, if she does join, Richard, look for her call. She may be calling. I gave her the 564-1290. So jumbo financing, it's there. It's expensive. This I just gave you is a is is bad advice from another lender is, um, you know, buy now, take a higher rate, blah, blah, blah. What for? So I was, talking, I was right in the middle of saying we're doing a $2 million purchase. She's putting down a good chunk of change. Wanted a jumbo loan. I said, here's, here's an idea, okay? And I'm going to give pearls to any other loan agent that hasn't been disgusted with me and change the channel on the radio right now and said, hey, you want this jumbo loan, I've got a better way to structure it. We're going to give you a conforming loan amount of 510000 Then I'm going to give you a $500,000 home equity line of credit. Your conforming loan amount is going to be at 3.125, 30-year fixed. Your home equity line of credit is going to be an interest-only payment at 3.375. So that payment's actually going to be lower for a nine hundred thousand uh, for a million dollars than it would have for a four percent thirty-year fixed at nine hundred thousand. Unbelievable! Oh, and did I tell you the the big bank that declined her? 14 days ago that she is on her way in to sign loan docs right now, my client. That was 14 days in this environment. I just wanted to give a little brag alert, toot my horn a little bit. Your guy in the mortgage industry does like to puff himself up a little bit sometimes. Um, and I can because it's my show and I can do whatever I want. Right, Richard? <laughs> it's my show and I can do whatever the heck I want. So if we are looking, if we're in these unprecedented times, as I'm saying, we are, um, we're looking for solutions. We're looking for, uh, 
we're looking to make it easier for borrowers in a very tough time. But if you're dealing with an experienced loan agent, which hopefully you are, and there's a few of us in town, good ones, that have been through these trenches before, that have been, uh, you know, that have seen lenders stop funding loans like we did a couple of weeks ago, nothing new to me, then you pivot, you adapt, improvise, and overcome. And that's what we've done here at Guarantee Mortgage. We have the tools to put borrowers into great loans. And that's what we're doing. We're just not going for the normal because we are not in normal times. And if you're dealing with a loan officer that just throws out one, hey, look, the rates are going to get better later on down the line. Let's let's fund your loan right now and then you come back in six months and um, refinance. What is that? It's going to cost you a lot of money back. It's going to cost you money now. It's going to cost you money later. Listen to a structure. Listen to a great structure. Think about it. Have your loan officer talk you through it, explain it to you, and explain why it is a great way to go. So with that being said, don't take your financing laying down in these unprecedented times. Talk to your mortgage lender. Make sure he's not full of bull. Make sure that he knows what he, he or she knows what they're talking about. Ask them if they own their own homes. I had a deep conversation with several real estate agents and mortgage lenders. We had a little round table and this came up and you know, there's several real estate agents and mortgage lenders that do not own homes. That was a little bit shocking to me. That was actually, um, that was, yeah, I was, I, I was just going, what really? Wait a minute. You're selling people homes. You are getting them. You know, you're selling them homes and you are financing homes, yet you don't own a home. You don't own your own home. That's like selling cars and taking the bus. It's, it's just like, really? I'm not understanding how you can be an expert at selling homes and not own one yourself. I get that we all had big problems in, in 08, 09, 010. Well, that was 10 years ago. Short of a very nasty divorce, which some of my realtor friends have gone through, um, there should be no reason why real estate agents, lenders do not own their own homes. Ask the question. Ask the question. If you're dealing with a real estate agent and a lender that does not own a home, how interested are they in looking out for your best interest? That's a tough one. I understand it. And um, how maybe I don't I won't own a home 10 years from now. But I do now. 
you know, you never can tell what the future brings. God bless us all in our industry right now, mortgage industry, because we're all very busy, unprecedented times, unbelievably busy how we all are right now. And it doesn't even make sense. But what does make sense is a seasoned loan officer telling, informing, informing, keeping their clients informed of the timeframes. Your loans are not going to close on a certain day and, you know, ask for that communication. Get out there. Do the communication with your client. If you're not being communicated with, there could be something wrong. If you're dealing with a mortgage broker as opposed to a banker, definitely could be something wrong. And, um, you know, you just got to, in these unprecedented times, I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, stop saying that because we are in unprecedented times. In these unprecedented, you have to take that extra step. You got to go that extra mile and look out for your financing future. Make sure everything is as it should be. I just told a client today, even though we have clear to close, we're not going to be able to close your loan until latter part of May. I'm not going to be able to fund it until the latter part of May. Why? Because we have $2 billion. We're behind $2 billion worth of fundings that have to take place. And we're doing them in the order of expiring of expiring locks. Let me just say that again. We are funding loans in order of the expiration dates. So if your loan is expiring next week, we're going to fund your loan. If your loan is expiring three weeks from now, we're going to fund your loan three weeks from now. Why? Because we got two billion dollars in our little company that we have to fund we're behind $2 billion. So we're going to fund that $2 billion and then boom, boom. It's called cleaning out the warehouse line. Okay, we're going to take another quick commercial break. Richard Dugan is my guy telling me we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about a little bit more about Jumbo Lenders. Jumbo Lenders, what's going on? Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Santa Barbara residents interested in a four-year degree have more than one choice. CSU Channel Islands is a four-year accredited university offering more than 30 academic programs that are interdisciplinary, multicultural, and centered on you, the student. Your professors are accessible mentors who go above and beyond to help you pursue an undergraduate or graduate degree or certificate to advance your career. Programs and workshops in classroom, online, with campuses in Thousand Oaks and Goleta. Call CSU Channel Islands at 805-437-8520 or online at csuci.edu. 
Welcome to Mark Schneidman's Radio Real Estate. I'm here with talent on loan from the California Department of Real Estate. Live Monday mornings at 11, rebroadcast Monday evenings at 9, Tuesday at 5 a.m., and Saturday at 7 a.m. and 2 p.m., and streaming at newspress.com. Try to fit in some motoring with Mark. Fourth segment, of course, is the weekly multiple listing sales update. Oh, and also understanding your credit score. Stay tuned. I'll be back next time at this time for another edition of Mark Schneidman's Radio Real Estate. That's what I have to say. Thanks for listening and listing. Just remember, I can answer just about any question eventually. Okay, we are back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera. You're Guy in the mortgage industry, and I'm going to tell you why. I was listening to this teleconference. I think I was talking about it earlier. And I heard something on there that was just not true and accurate. And this kind of bothers me on, um, you know, because this this false get this falsehood gets out there. So this 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 loan officer was saying that um, agents are not allowed to show homes without a pre-approval letter that it's mandated or something weird. I got to go back and, but that's not true and accurate. Agents can show listing agents and I deal with a lot of them. They can show their homes to anybody. I don't care if this guy is a hobo, but they can show their homes listed to anybody without a pre-approval letter. For instance, (laughs) I mean, how is this? I'm going to give you a scenario here. And how is this benefiting your client as a real estate agent? I referred uh, a realtor to a client for one of my loan agents up in San Francisco. We provided a you know, it's a relocation. So agent calls this Berkshire new, new agent and goes, Hey, um, like to show the home, like to show the vacant lockbox go home to my client. Who's here from San Francisco. Where's the pre-approval? Well, it'll be coming, but it was referred by, uh, you know, a lender. It's solid. We have a doctor here, but yeah, I don't think so. Show me a pre-approval first before you go into that house. Okay. Um, how does that benefit that real estate agent's client? Donuts, zero. Does not even come close remotely to beneficial for that listing client. Um, in hindsight, the, 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 the realtor, my gal, Ruth Ann Bovey said, Hey, in hindsight, now that I thinking about it, the agent was new. And, um, that was, you know, just, so she went on to the next, they're in contract. Now that experienced 
agent, Mr. Joe Parker, um, said, yeah, sure, I'll wait for the, I'll wait for the uh, referral by Guy Rivera. I'll wait for the, uh, for the pre-approval. Go ahead, show the property. They're in contract. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Now is not the time for inexperienced agents, whether they be real estate or whether they be loan agents. Now is the time to tighten up. Now is the time to actually examine, look, and execute based on experience. I'm hearing these types of stories all the time. We have two other purchases that came in. Fallouts from Bank of America, U.S. Bank. Un, I'm sorry, Bank of the West, not uh, U.S. Bank. Why? Why are we seeing these fallouts? Because those banks have larger exposure to the market than a small little mortgage bank like us that did $10 billion last year. Those guys are doing a hell of a lot more business. I had the numbers here somewhere, um, what they're doing. Bank of America, I think, took a downturn on their originations for the first quarter, um, which was not cool. Chase took a little bit of a downturn. Why? Because they're adding... They're adding layers of overregulations. Um, I received a message. I'm getting from my Santa Barbara Board of Directors interview. Okay, so Wells Fargo, the largest lender and servicer in the nation, originated 48 billion of home mortgages in the first quarter of 2020 a decline of 20% from the fourth quarter of 2019. Um, on the servicing front, the news was even more grim. Wells, massive residential servicing portfolio declined in value by 30%, 29.4% from the prior period. Valued at $8.13 billion at March of 31 of this year, compared to $11.52 billion of, um, at the end of 2019. Servicing's tough. J.P. Morgan Chase reported $28.1 billion in new originations during the quarter drop of 15.6% from the final quarter, you know, what does this tell you? It tells you that um, they're over, they're, they are over-regulating themselves and they are putting extra layers of risk on themselves. Nobody wants to get caught with a mortgage loan where a borrower goes into default, where a borrower goes into default a month after they've originated a loan. Nobody. And that is um, just the way it is. It's a hardship. 
it's a hardship on everybody involved with that loan from the originator to the funding to the investor you know and then it's got to be a hardship on the borrower himself just think of the emotions that it takes i mean if somebody actually purchased a home two months ago and they lost their job a month ago that's tough they lost their job that's a true hardship they didn't lose their job and some person just wants to take advantage of a servicing skip two months not cool not cool whatsoever i mean that's uh, there's not much more i can say about that um i wanted to touch on that because i need everybody to I need everybody to realize and think about what they're about to do when they ask for forbearance. Want everybody to realize and think about what they're doing when they're requesting forbearance. And if you didn't request it and they give it to you anyway, don't take it. Look to the future of lending. If you're not, I, I, I was on the phone this morning with a guy who has a bunch of money. And um, he said, I'm thinking about taking that forbearance, but he also owns multiple properties. Doesn't need to take the forbearance. And he says, yeah, well, I'm given, you know, given my, uh, given my tenants half my rent. Oh, by the way, most of his income is derived by tenants. So that's being looked at, scrutinized very hard. Let's talk real quick about qualifying self-employed borrowers self-employed borrowers there's extra layers there's extra added layers of risk put upon your files if you're a self-employed borrower fanny freddie investors are all asking for the following they are all asking for a self-employed borrower to prove that um, that the uh, their 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 receipts are in, their contracts are signed. They're asking for you to verify the level of income by deposits in the bank. They're also asking you to paint a picture and a letter of a letter of uh, explanation. For you to state how the COVID virus has affected you and your business. You know, loan officers, they'll fight for, for, for clients. And there's a good fight out there. There was a good fight out there until the loan officer got knocked on his ass. I'm going to tell you about it when we come back. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. It's a challenging time for everyone around the world and right here in our community. With the closure of restaurants, bars, hotels, and retail, thousands find themselves unemployed, unable to pay the rent, and struggling to feed their families. The Unity Shop remains open for our neighbors at a time when they need us most. And we focused our services solely on healthy groceries in a totally safe, controlled, and pleasant environment. 
clients enter one person or family at a time. They can choose the food items they want, and our staff prepares their order, and they're on their way with exactly what they need, and all of this is done with compassion. Unity is the only community distribution center of its kind in the county. As you can imagine, the number of people we see each week is multiplying rapidly. We desperately need your help to sustain this humanitarian, loving service to our fellow neighbors. To find out how you can join us, please visit unityshop.org. We're all in this together. In the past few weeks, we've watched major swings in stock prices and movements in the bond and crude oil markets. But just like always, Tremblay Financial Services is here to help you and your family answer any questions that might surface. Whatever decisions you're considering, Tremblay Financial would be honored to support you through them. Tremblay Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new strategies and planning tailor fit for them. For more information or to set an appointment, call 805 805- 569-1982 or go to tremblayfinancial.com to speak with an advisor today. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Tremblay Financial Services offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC are registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Okay, we are back in action. And um, so I wanted to share this last thing with you because I know we got about, what, five minutes left, Richard? Okay, so um, here is... uh, here is something interesting. I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, self-employed borrowers signed profit and loss statement covering the most recent three months prior to the note date, confirming stability of the business. End date of PL coverage period must be not more than 45 calendar days prior to the note. If a year-to-date Profit and loss is required for income documentation person than the three months prior to the note must be broken out or a separate on a separate P and L covering three months period. Most recent two months of business bank statements confirming cash flow and revenue trend is consistent with qualifying income and gross receipts appearing on the tax returns. These statements must include account history ending 10 business days. So what is this telling us? This is telling us that there's, they, they want to make sure that self-employed borrowers still have an income stream. Income-producing properties are uncool right now as far as rates go. Just not happening. I mean, it's just really, really... Um, who wants to loan money to somebody that repayment depends on tenants? Tenants may be out of, you know, uh, out of work. So, I mean, that is just wrong. Anyway, to wrap this up, loan agent I was telling you about was going fisticuffs with um, underwriting going, hey, I sent in all the requirements for the uh I sent in all the requirements for our self-employed. 
Underwriter says, yeah, but the letter of explanation first lines were, yes, my business has been directly affected by the COVID-19 virus. Really? Really? So this loan agent who I personally know, who's a friend of mine, I asked him how many times he climbed up that stupid tree and how many branches did he hit on the way down? Because who in their right mind would say that when they're trying to get a loan? Now, this guy's new to the business. I know him for a few years. New meaning he's only been in the business for seven years, but he's a good guy. He does some business. I, you know, he called me up and he asked me and I said, Really? Do you really want me to tell you how to fix this? You can't. If your guys, bro if you're you're self self-employed and you're having problems, stick it out. Don't borrow money and then go into a forbearance. Don't borrow money and then go into a forbearance. And definitely, cash out refinances are almost non-existent right now. But the great great news, people, is that. Um, Coming out the other end of this tunnel, coming out the other end of this tunnel, rates are going to be great. Rates and financing is going to be at a massive all-time high. Rates are going to be an all-time low. And Guy Rivera is going to be here to service you. With that being said, thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Got more to come. Hopefully, Aaron will be here next week. And away we go. Have a great week. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera. It's 3.30.